listen to these words, for they may determine your next course of action. This is your official name brand League of Melanated Gentlemen spoiler warning. We are issuing this spoiler warning not only for the piece of media or content that is in the title of this episode, but also for the world or the universe in which that piece of media or content exists. If you are not caught up, I would highly recommend you pause my voice, you catch yourself up, and then you join us once again. If you are all the way caught up and or if spoilers do not offend you, please enjoy. gentlemen podcast i am one of your hosts i am spencer and i'm here today to give you one of many reviews that we have coming up here on the league of melanated gentlemen podcast i am joined by the other two members of the league of melanated gentlemen who have come here today to give you their view their professional opinions and their perspective on the reviewing material we have for you today. Yeah, this is Brandon. And I'm Jordan. Now, before we get into the meat of the episode, we have a couple of things to discuss. So, firstly, as I'm sure you know, because you've been here before, or maybe you haven't. And if you haven't, you might not know that we are on the socials. Jordan, can you tell them where they can find us? Yeah, of course. They can find us on Facebook at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. It is a Facebook group, so be sure and check that out. Um, we are all in there. We're talking with people all the time and communicating with the, you know, with the people. Uh, we're also on Twitter at the LMG Podcast. Um, we need them, we need them followers up. Uh, we're almost at 100. We're about halfway there. So, uh, yeah, we, we just need more of those. Uh, we're also on YouTube at the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast, where all our episodes have been um, updated there. So you can either listen to whatever streaming service you use or YouTube. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube as well. And then be sure and rate and review us on whatever streaming service you use. Yes, and... We have some things coming up this week. Yeah, we do. So on Monday, you know, you're listening to this episode. So that's when, you know, these episodes come out. And then on Wednesday, we have Wrestling with Worldwide Willis. That is Brandon's podcast where he talks about the latest happenings in the wrestling world. And then on Friday, this Friday, we have DC Animation with Spencer and Friends. And that is a podcast where Spencer and friends review, you know, the latest DC, not the latest, but in order of the DC animated movies. Uh, this week, we have a Batman movie coming out. Yes. Episode so, eight should be a good time. Yeah. Episode eight. So, yeah, be sure and check all of those podcasts out as well. OK, so as I'm sure you were aware by the title 
we are reviewing today Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. As is typically the layout with these episodes, I will read a synopsis in my own words, and then we're just going to talk about it. Um, so, I guess let's get straight into it, shall we? Sure. So, we open to Gwen drumming with her band and recapping the first movie. We then learn that Gwen Stacy accidentally killed her Earth's version of Peter Parker because he made himself into the lizard. Her father, a police officer who does not know that his daughter is, you know, spidering out here, um, gets the cops to hunt her down because, as far as he saw, she killed her his daughter's best friend. Officer Stacy gets a report of some nonsense happening at the museum, so of course, Gwen makes her way there as well and finds an Italian Renaissance version of the Vulture from a different universe just causing a ruckus. Um, some other spider people show up on the scene, Miguel and Jess Drew, to help with the situation. They are able to subdue the Vulture, but then Gwen's father tries to arrest her. She reveals to him that she is his daughter, and he is shooketh, but he continues to Mirandize her. Uh, Jess Drew wants her to join the Spider Society, and after some light convincing, Miguel bestows her with a membership bracelet. On Miles' Earth, he has been, you know, getting used to this whole Spider-Man thing, and he's also juggling that and being a gifted high school student. On his way to a parent-teacher conference, he is brought face-to-non-face with Spot, a former scientist who was turned into a portal generator after the events of the first movie and Miles' self-proclaimed arch-nemesis. In the first round, Miles is able to defeat him and arrive to the parent-teacher conference where he expresses interest in attending Princeton so that he can learn to travel between universes because he really misses Gwen. Uh, Spot gets back and they go through a second round of, you know, battle where Spot ends up inside of himself and he learns that he can travel to different universes. With that, he intends to find worlds with Alchemex colliders so that he can make himself pretty much unstoppable. Miles' dad is having a party because he was made captain, and Miles is supposed to bring a cake, but because of Spider-Manning, he shows up super late to the party. He decides not to tell his parents about the whole Spider-Man thing, and so he ends up getting grounded. Gwen shows up to reconnect with Miles, uh, telling him you know, a few things about her new gig, um, and of course, she wants or he wants to join her on her escapades. She's actually there to investigate the spot situation. She is able to replay the events and finds that he went to Earth 50101 or 50101. Um, so she goes there and Miles secretly follows her there. There, Miles meets Indian Spider-Man and Spider-Punk. Unfortunately, they are not able to stop Spot from absorbing the Collider from that Earth. Um, Miles has a vision of Spot killing his father after the Collider incident. And then Miles and the other Spider people have to help uh, save a bunch of people because there's just a whole lot of stuff happening after the 
collider incident with Spot. And among the people who are saved, that includes a police captain, the father of Indian Spider-Man's girlfriend. After doing that, the Earth starts, the Earth that they're on starts collapsing, and the four of them are called back to headquarters. Miles is introduced to a massive spider society, and he meets with Miguel. He also sees Peter B. Parker, who now has a daughter. Miguel then explains canon events, which basically come down to every Spider-Man needing to have certain experiences in order for the world and potentially the multiverse not to collapse. Miles is told that the death of his father is quote-unquote supposed to happen, and Miles is like, nah, fuck that. So, Miguel tries to imprison him, but Miles breaks out and runs. The entire Spider-Nation is after him, and eventually Miguel catches him and tells him that he was a mistake, and that he should have never become Spider-Man, and that this is all his fault for pretty much existing. He is able to escape and transport, and he wants to transport himself home. Gwen gets fired from the society and is sent home where she and her father are able to put aside their differences, and Gwen learns that her father has quit the force. With that being the case, Gwen realizes that canon events are not the end-all be-all, so she decides to help Miles uh, with a little assistance from Spider-Punk, who is also unemployed, but by choice. Miles gets to the apartment and tells his mom that he is Spider-Man, and she has no idea what he's talking about. Miles then sees his uncle. He sees that his father is dead, glitches, and realizes that he is not on his own Earth. He is on the Earth that belongs to the spider that bit him, Earth-42. Miles gets knocked the fuck out, and Gwen explains to Miles' parents that she is going to find Miles and that Miles loves them very much. When Miles wakes up, he tells his uncle who he is, and he is then confronted by the Miles of Earth-42, who is Prowler. Gwen puts together a squad of spider people to help locate Miles, and we, the audience, are left dangling from a giant cliff. Credits. Great job, as always. Yeah. Great work. Great work. Brandon, I'd like to start with you. <clears throat> Are we sure? Before... Before we give our initial thoughts, can we uh, did, did we run a spoiler warning? Oh, we didn't. We didn't. Good call. It's uh, it might be a little late, but uh, <laughs> we put it in the beginning of the episode. How about that? Yeah. Um, so we can wait for that. Yeah, you heard it. So working yeah. magic. Yeah. Also, yeah. what I guess before we start, well, Brandon, after you tell us your your thoughts, give us you know scale of one to ten your initial thoughts before we talk about. It. Okay. We'll do we want to do our also do our um, Teaching moments. First. Well, probably no. Let's let's talk about. Let's give initial okay. thoughts. Then we'll do teaching moments. Okay. okay. We're 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 working on formatting these episodes, and we we haven't landed on what we uh, are going to go with moving forward. Or we may format every episode differently. Stay tuned to see how that yeah. goes. But um, fluid situation. Um. Okay, we're starting with me first. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, you want my rating? Um, out of 10, I'm giving it... So the first one I gave, I believe I gave it an 8 or a 9. I can't remember. Um, 
like in just in general, I think I'm probably go with a nine for that one. So for this one, I'll probably go with an eight. Yeah. Solid, solid eight. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so my thoughts, um, I thought it was a good movie. I, I know I am of the rare kind. I feel like I, I got on the internet and it was like a love. Everyone is just in love and just like, Oh my God, this changed the whole movie game. There's never been a movie as good as this. And it's just like, all right, let's relax. Um, I think obviously it was a fun movie to watch visually. It was beautiful. But I did have some issues. Um, I think this movie is a lot more stuff and less story. Um, it's a lot of coming at you. Like I, I was struggling just in the first bit before we got like the intro and then Miles, like the Gwen part. I was a struggle to watch, honestly. Like to keep up with. It was just with the vulture and then the Gwen, and then it was there's a lot of mess going on. I felt like and that, that scene lasted a long time. Um and then yeah, it was just a lot going on. Also, you guys know how I feel about Spider-Man. Uh, not the biggest fan, right? I'm not in the fan club. Uh, and the fact that this movie showed a million of them? I, I know. You, uh, exactly. You the knew. fact that I thought about Brandon in the theater when this movie's going on, I was like, this dude. Yeah, bro. Like, like, yeah, whenever we, whenever we got to the society, and yeah, there were just a slew, a plethora. I yeah. was like, oh, Brandon over here, mad. He's Bro, it's just, puffing right now. Yeah, it's just it's not necessarily Spider-Man. I mean, they've done this with a million characters, but it seems like Spider-Man, they OD'd on the like, you know, we gotta have 90 million thousand Spider-Man just to, you know, because he's so cool, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just too many Spider-Man in the movie. Like we had to pay way we paid way less attention to Miles and way more attention to these ramps, like Spider-Punk, like who cares? Uh, the Indian uh, punk, I think he has a, as a, I forgot his name, his actual name. He was funny. Like, he was good. I think I think it was just Spider Man in India. I, in okay. the comic book, yeah, like that's kind of how he he's just Spider Man, but to differentiate him, he is. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's like gotcha. Spider Man okay. colon India. <laughs> gotcha. He was funny. He was good. Um, but the rest of them, nah, not a fan. Even Spider Man nine, uh, twenty ninety nine. Yeah, okay. Um. I was a little upset with Spot. I love Spot. Spot was great, especially in his first form. Great. Funny, relatable, all those things. Then halfway through the movie, he just drops off a cliff. We don't really see a spot like that anymore. Like we just see some super, super dark, whatever character. You know what I mean? It just lost the entire feel for that character. Like I, I didn't relate with that character at all once he turned into that other form. Um and yeah, I mean, to keep it brief, I wish we would have way more parent interaction. The parent scenes, the best scenes in the movie to me. The scenes with the mom, best scene in the movie. Like the party, all that stuff, great. Um, and then the ending, I mean, what do we do? Like I, I didn't, I didn't want to sit here for two and a half hours to get a to be continued. Like what? Like what are we doing? This ain't Infinity War. Like this ain't. You know what I mean? Like this ain't in game. What what are we what are we doing? You know, and people were just like, Oh yeah. I'm like, no, I walked out the movie mad. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like it people it was literally nah, that black is... woman in my theater was like, wait, what? 
and we all died laughing because it was just like, really? That's where we're gonna leave it at. Like we not gonna give us even close to a conclusion. Who knows what's about to happen? Probably movie won't come out for another probably three, maybe nah, two. Get, probably nah, three. No, nah, they fa- they fast tracking that. Nah, this movie. When did the first one come out? Eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, five. That's five years. So, yeah, man. this is a two-parter. Okay. I knew it was going to be a two-parter. I knew they were going to have two movies, but I didn't know it was going to be a two-parter. No one knew until you left the theater. And I was pissed. But yeah, I'll let y'all do your thing. Jordan? Wow. I mean, that that's uh, a shock to me. But for me, I would definitely say I love the first one. Fantastic. This one is a 10 out of 10 for me. At least walking out of theater, my initial reaction was 10 out of 10. I love Brandon mentioned the parent moments. Like I legit almost I, I took I took my daughter to the movie and she was with me watching it. I almost legit shed a tear as Miles was like talking to his mom. Bro, I swear yeah. I've got so soft. It doesn't make no, it don't make no <laughs> sense how soft I've gotten. Like twice in the movie, I almost teared up. So yeah, man, but this one was fantastic. I loved seeing all the different versions of Spider-Man. Fantastic. I love Spot. Spot was amazing. Miles loved it. I loved like you see him actually. He kind of grew up from the first one because I had watched the first one the day before. Uh, just can kind of do you know some some homework on it, so you can definitely tell the difference between him now. I mean, him in the first movie and kind of him in the second movie. Um, the movie it was it was fantastic. I, like I said, I loved every single Spider Man we saw. Spider Man Spider Man Punk was nice. Like I, I didn't like the way he looked visually sometimes with him changing colors. I'm a big fan of that. But I mean, I got over it. Uh, my biggest critique, though, of the movie, I got two things. And I guess this kind of been reported a lot, though. But in the beginning of the movie, did you guys audio sound kind of low? with The whole uh, beginning part with Gwen talking to uh, yeah. like the whole Gwen backstory. Was that low for y'all? Yeah. No. The volume was low. It yeah. wasn't. I mean, it wasn't to the point where I like struggled to hear it. Like I. I guess oh, it. it I wasn't bothered by it because I was I was still able to get everything. Oh, it it was it was pretty low for us. Like people actually stopped eating. Like you hear people like moving their bag and stuff. And then once they kind of realized like this kind of hard here, you kind of stopped hearing people like move around so much. Um, and then also I wasn't a huge fan of Gwen's world with the art, the art direction that they chose to go with. I wasn't a big fan of that um until kind of towards the end when it was like bleeding when she was like finally revealing her emotions to her dad and all that and you kind of see a change as well uh i was a fan of that but overall i uh, wasn't a fan of, of it at the beginning the movie this movie i definitely there was so much with this movie like they went to so many different universes you seen the art style change all the time that was amazing they even went to the venom universe which was fantastic we'll get into it later but i just think overall the movie was amazing and super random but we had three flies in our um in our theater and the flies she kept flying on I went to uh, AMC and okay. watched Adobe Digital. They had three flies that kept going on the little screen. And mm. so you would see these flies like on the screen and everybody's like, oh, like what's going on? So then they, the one of the workers came in with a fly swatter and we remember daughter was like towards the back so we can see him. So you see him kind of like crouching with the fly swatter looking and all of a sudden on the screen, you just see a pop. And you'll hear this is a big pop after like the third time. Everybody was like in the theater was like cracking up. And then when he finally like got all of the flies, everybody's like, yeah, like it was, it was pretty good. 
But that's fun. yeah, overall, See, that's man, an experience. Yeah, that yeah, was, exactly. It was real experience. Not to him. Um, but overall, man, I, I really loved the movie. It was amazing. Spencer, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was very, very good. Um, I'm 9.5 out of 10. Uh, I don't think, I mean, we haven't gotten into the details yet, but there's nothing I can really point to that I had a problem with in this movie. There was nothing that... I can say like that was a bad decision or I just really didn't like it or I was against it. The only thing that I could point to was I knew this was a part one situation, but it didn't end. And Brandon brought up infinity war and Endgame earlier. We knew that it, we knew that infinity war was going to continue with the next movie, but Infinity War still ended. Right. And I feel like this movie didn't end. And yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, exactly. And that is, if I were going to give any criticism, uh, that's really the only one that I have is that uh, this, this movie didn't end. And I don't like that I walked out of a movie that didn't end. But whatever, it's fine. I'm sure that. Part two will just continue with where we left off. So I thought it was a phenomenal film, and I think that everyone everywhere should see it. Now, we have given pre-talk ratings. We will give post-talk ratings later on. But now it is time for a teaching moment. We're going to start with Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, so Spider-Man 2099, that's up to me. So his real name is Miguel O'Hara. He's 5'10", 170. I like saying people's like height and weight because it kind of gives people an idea of like what these characters are like in the comics. Um, so that's why I do it. Um, his first appearance was in Spider-Man 2099, uh, released in November of 1992. So with Miguel, he was the head of genetics at the Alchemax um, Corporation, which is the corporation that we see in the movie that Spot is trying to go to multiple times. Um, he was basically, like I said, a head geneticist, and someone at the company kind of tricked him into drinking some highly addictive, like hallucinogen um, drink that would change his DNA. So he drinks it, and then he kind of starts basically to feel bad. Uh, and like doesn't feel good at all so in order for him to kind of get over it he had to do some experiments on himself in which he splices dna with a spider and that's how he became um that world spider-man and so kind of like we see in the movie he does have fangs that um have like a paralyzing agent in the movie he kind of looked like a vampire but and he injects himself with something which i think is the serum that's kind of keeping his spider powers there that's that's what my theory is um he also has like you know the superhuman all the typical spider-man stuff speed mm-hmm. you know strength uh the webs i like all that webs. he also yeah his webs which yeah. in the comics i don't think they look like that i don't think so either. but i could be wrong because i yeah i never read anything with him in it um he also has kind of like those talons that we see on his hands 
Um, he also has like those large, um, I don't know, whatever those things coming out of his elbows are called. Um, so yeah, that's what he has in his costume. He's also very tech, tech savvy. And so his suit also allows him to have like x-ray vision and has a um, like heat, heat, um, what was it called? Heat, heat, uh, heat vision, whatever it's called. Um, or you can like see heat signatures? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he also has, like I said, the uh, night night vision and as well as like infrared vision and everything. And so, yeah, that is Spider-Man 299. I think the first time I came, like the first time I've seen this character, I want to say it was a Spider-Man TV show. But I remember there was a Spider-Man video game where you can play as him. Um, but that was like the first time like I really got exposed to him. Yeah, I saw him in the animated series. But I think I think most of these Spider-Man I saw in the animated series. But yeah. And like his name, he comes from the year 2099. If right. people didn't already know. Okay. Okay. And we will do a teaching moment for Spot. My boy Spot. Shout out to Spot. One of the best parts of the movie. Uh, Spot, th- actually, he's pretty comic accurate for the most part in the movie. Um, so um, Spot, real name is Dr. Jonathan On, uh, O-H-N-N. And he works for the Kingpin. Uh, he is a, a doctor, really good with science and things of that nature. And so works for the Kingpin, and he's tasked with reproducing radiation levels uh, of Cloak. If you guys know Cloak, uh, oh, the yeah. Marvel character, he can kind of, you know, create portals with his Cloak, uh, inside of his Cloak. And, um, yeah, so he's tasked to recreate the radiation levels of Cloak, and they're basically just trying to mimic his powers, artificially mimic his powers, so he can... so. Kingpin can use them, as we saw in the uh, first movie. Uh, uh, in the comics, though, he succeeds, but in creating like one singular portal, but it continues to grows, and it causes a huge blackout in the city. And eventually, it starts to like destabilize. And so, Doctor John is like, "I don't want to lose this. Like, I've been working so hard to get this thing to actually work, and now it's destabilizing." Okay, I want to make sure it works and I don't lose my like life's work here. And so he steps into the portal and then he eventually like passes out. His body doesn't react well to it. He passes out. He wakes up and sort of like in what we saw in this movie, he wakes up and he's in a dimension uh, where he sees all these different portals. And he eventually works his way through and finds his home portal right back to uh, New York. And when he comes back, he, he figures out that his body has morphed and drastically changed due to, you know, the, the experience he just went through. And he figures out that obviously these are portals. Inter- some are small portals, as we saw in the, in the movie. Some are inter- interdimensional. Um, and, yeah, he just, I think some of the main nemesis, some of the main enemies he has in the comic book, universe is spider-man daredevil uh fantastic four um in the in the comic books he's a lot of like he's kind of like what kingpin uses them for there's a lot of big bosses using him for their for their own purposes for their own intentions and then spot for the most part he's a bad guy but he's not like i don't know he's not like malicious he's not out here murdering people he's using it for to you know, to rob banks or things of that nature. He worked, I think he 
uh, eventually works with Modoc. Um, he breaks Tombstone out of jail. He does a lot of different things in the comic books, but he's kind of mainly known for Spider-Man. Spider-Man accurate to this movie. Spider-Man kind of, you know, waves him off, kind of laughs at him. Because, you know, he's saying, like, Spot is saying, like, I'm a big villain of yours. And he's kind of laughing, like, no, nah, you're not even the Sinister Six. Like, you're not, you're not out here like that. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's pretty it's comic accurate, but um, I wasn't aware of Spot that much before this movie. I, like, heard Me of either. him. D- didn't do much research on him. But I thought this portrayal was really good. And the comics, I'm definitely way more aware of him now. Yeah, same and- for me. And that has been a teaching moment. Yeah, I really, I really like Spot. Obviously, he changed over time, um, which I thought was good for the story. It just sucked that we lost kind of that personality a little bit. He kind of changed. Um, so, but the first part when he's first introduced, hilarious. Yeah, in the, that in the bodega, was hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. So let's first talk about one of the things that both of you mentioned, uh, the relationship with Miles and his parents. Yeah. So I, at one point, was like, um, maybe it's today, but uh, his parents are being real generous with uh, letting him get away with some of the things he was saying. Some of of the... (laughs) Some of the tone, because uh, um, I was like, "Oh, absolutely not." Yeah, I would have got smacked. Yeah, like but he- I, I kind of took it though as he was still like they could be thinking like he's still grieving for his uncle because it seems like this movie doesn't play take place too long after that. He said in the movie, he said he had been Spider Man for sixteen months, and in the oh, first movie, okay. he had been for two days. So we're talking a year and change after. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he's so much better at, you know, doing things now. Right. So, nah. Okay. I I, I didn't hear it, but that makes sense when he started bringing up other people, how long they've been Spider Man. Because, yeah, he was talking about somebody. He's like, he's only been Spider Man for three months. Yeah. It was funny, though. I thought they did a really good portrayal of the mom. Like, when he was like, whatever. She was like, whatever. Like, what? Like, I would dare say whatever to my mom, but would never. I don't say what to my parents. Exactly. I'm the same way. Like, I don't, like, she called me, my mom calls from across the house or something. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yeah, I go by, say what's up, you know, see what's up, but I'm not like, what? Like, no. Nah. And the fact that he was like super late to school, that school meeting. Yeah. Yeah. That that went wild so well. And then he was like, and I have to go now. And it was like, the, the, what? Yeah. Yeah, my dad would have snatched the soul out of my body. If I embarrassed, first of all, one thing I would never do is be late for something that my parents are there. But most importantly, I would never embarrass my parents in front of company, in front of, you know, a principal or whatever the hell she's guidance counselor or whatever. Like, nah, my dad would have snatched the soul out of my body. Before I before you let me embarrass him, yeah. yeah. So like, there was there was one time uh, I was in the process of like changing schools, but I didn't want to change schools. So we had like this interview with the principal, yeah. and 
I was in there talking crazy. <laughs> and I wasn't I wasn't talking real crazy, but like I was like the sarcasm was turned up to 11. <laughs> like I was uh I was letting this principal have it. Yeah. And um as we're leaving, uh I just cuz my parents drove separately. I start walking toward my mom's car and my dad is like, "No, I'll take him." I was like, "God damn it." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, this isn't gonna be good. <laughs> no, I got this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's that's not good." I'm yeah. worried now. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> it went pretty okay. We just had a conversation of uh, grown folks don't really appreciate being spoken to. Yeah, especially by a child. That way, yeah. And um, but I I will say, like, there was there was fear in my heart. Yeah. How did y'all? I was. How did y'all feel about the art direction with this movie? I thought it was great. Um, I mean, they went in a lot of different directions, and there were different animation styles happening at the same time, which I always think is impressive. Um, I agree. You know, there were some things that were like that was probably there was like there were some situations that were better than others. But I think that just comes with having multiple different art styles happening at once. Um, because, oh. like, when I w- whenever I think of that, I think of like Gumball. Gumball has so many different mediums oh, yeah. happening yeah, at the same time, and so that's what it made me think of. And uh, like, I'm impressed when I watch Gumball and see that. And so, right. yeah, I'm like, that looks expensive, right? Yeah, because it's like a cartoon in the real world. Yeah. One thing that was kind of weird to me, like whenever I watched the first one and this one, um, you know how like the new 3D movies, if you're watching it without 3D glasses, there's like a little blur. Oh, the background. Yeah. Yeah, like it looked like this was supposed to be a 3D movie. It, they and, like, yeah, they like did it out of focus. Right. Yeah. And that because that's and I don't know if that's the case, but that's what it looked like to me. Like there were times when I could see like a little couple of blurs like shadowing behind stuff. And it it looked like, oh, I'm just not wearing my 3D glasses, but it wasn't happening all the time. Right. Right. Yeah, it's probably I wonder if that's maybe why they didn't classify it as 3D. But um, yeah, I mean. I'm not an animation expert or anything. Um, there was a few things that just, it just was a lot. Like it was just a lot. Even the like uh, beginning credits, like Sony animation and Marvel, it was just a lot going on. It was just like, Jesus, like you're trying to get somebody a <laughs> epilepsy like attack or something here. Like I was just like, there were definitely some moments I was like, I hope nobody epileptic is in here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, whoa. Like, like they should have they should have done a warning at the beginning. Yeah, I was Man. just like, this is a lot. This is, I felt assaulted by all this. My eyes had to by work. the it's stimulation. Hard. Yeah, I'm just like, Jesus. And we haven't even started the movie yet. And I was just like, okay, all right, this is gonna be a ride. Uh and it just and I thought it was a, a beautiful movie. It was just I felt like this movie just did way did a lot. Whereas the last movie, it did a lot, but like in a very purposeful way. Like it was very like, and it was to me, it was more story driven. So they didn't have to do as much. Like obviously, there's not 90 million Spider Man in that first one, um, so they don't have to switch up the style. They can kind of be more consistent. But um, yeah, it was, just, it was just a lot, a lot of overstimulation. I feel like. 
See, and that's funny because I feel like the story in this movie and the turns that were made were actually really good. I agree. Um, like, I didn't, I mean, there was a lot happening, but the fact that we were in a situation where the story was basically there's stuff that's supposed to happen and anything that goes against that pretty much causes incursions. And for that to kind of culminate in you're a mistake, you shouldn't have been bitten in the first place. And if this hadn't happened to you, that world would have a Peter Parker. The earth that was supposed to have a, a Peter Parker would have a spot. Like all of the connections that were made from the first movie, like I thought it was very well done. And it truly felt like a sequel because, you know, we see a lot of movies that don't reference the previous movie or that, you know, the previous movie was just like a place setter and then they just mm -hmm. go off and do whatever. But this, it truly felt like a sequel. It created a connection with the previous material. It did it in a way that I think was brilliant and it gave purpose to the previous movie and all of the things that happened and all of the things that you weren't thinking about having meaning they gave right. meaning to because in the first one i mean peter b porker like tells him that every spider-man has like some pivotal moment in their life like he said something along those lines and in the second movie you can see that as basically you see the webs of everyone saying like okay this is the moment that happened to me everyone has uncle ben or everyone has, you know, the Aunt May or something or something along the lines. Like someone, everyone loses someone at some point. And that's when you see, you know, Miles is like, no, like, that's not what I'm, that's not what's going to happen to me. Or it happened to him, but it's not like it's not going to happen to me like this. Yeah, because Miles already lost his uncle. Right, and right. The fact that they were like, you know, everybody loses a police captain that's close to them. I was like, yeah, but it's not their own dad. Yeah. Um, and... So I yeah, Miles is like, no, absolutely not. We're not right. doing that. And then Miles was talking about it, like, y'all just gonna y'all just gonna let this happen. Oh this, yeah, this you still see them like coming up in the background. Yeah, and and they were all like, This is just how it's gotta be. And Miles was like, No, we're not doing that. PS. Um I well, we'll talk about him in a minute. Um so who was your favorite character? If you haven't already mentioned it, but who's your favorite character? Jordan, you want to go? Uh, I mean, th that's really tough for me. Um, I mean, I, I literally liked everybody in this movie. Um, I'll probably just have to go with Miles just because uh, I like I, I like seeing him. I like to grow up. Like, I like the maturity that he has in the whole movie. And plus, I mean, he was he was killing it in this movie. Like, he did a great job. Like just just seeing his growth as a person, and I don't know. Yeah, Miles, Miles is probably my favorite one. I, I know there's some basic bitch stuff, but <laughs> yeah, no, that's I I get it under the circumstances, yeah. especially. Oh, actually, actually, a lot. Not in lie, but if I had to pick someone other than him, Spider Punk. I think Spider Punk was great in this movie. Although, like I mentioned earlier, I wasn't always in love with the art style that they chose for him, but I like that he was like, "Nah, I'm against the system." F them. Do what you want. Yeah, I liked him. Use all five fingers. Like, put your whole palm on it. Yeah, he was out there helping them out. 
Yeah. Um, my favorite probably was like, I don't want to count the parents as a duo, but like the mom, like 10 out of 10, like she killed it. Literally every conversation she had with Miles was like, oh, damn, like she imparted wisdom on him. She let him go out, even with Gwen, even though he was grounded, uh, which I didn't understand that, but I get it. You, you change, you call her audible every now and again as a parent. And uh, yeah, like she, she saw how he felt about her and he was going through it. So she kind of let him let him do his thing for the night. And uh, but I just thought like every conversation she had was great. And like also I was hot. I was pissed at Miles. Did they miss his dad's thing? I was like, what was oh, that speech? Yeah, I'm like, bro, like, why do you have to you worried about some shoes or some like red, like petty crimes? And you're missing yeah, a you huge. Gotta, yeah, you gotta you gotta let that go. Yeah, you gotta miss an important, huge moment for your father for something that I mean, the grand scheme of things, who cares? Like, it's not going to change the world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I didn't like that part. But otherwise, yeah, mom would probably be either the mom or I did like Gwen. I liked her story. And then Spot, the first half Spot. What about you, Spencer? Okay. Um, well, and, and I'm going to get back to that in a second. But um, mm-hmm. I think that uh, Spider-Man India uh like just on the surface on the surface he and spider punk were great like he i just really liked him and then um the fact that spider punk was an anti-capitalist and (laughs) almost labels yeah like almost an anarchist and he was like he was immediately on team miles and he was just like causing issues behind the scenes that yeah yeah it was great uh, it felt very uh, pro black. Like yeah, he saw I can see that. he saw yeah he saw Miles and he was like, "All right, I'm with you. Let's do this." <laughs> I didn't expect him Monday. to be black either. I didn't either. I was like, "Okay, Gwen." Yeah, no, Gwen I, I, I Gwen well, see, I, I, didn't, a, I didn't. I didn't even read Spider Verse, but yeah, Gwen. I heard um, dipping in chocolate. Yeah, Gwen wants a wheelchair. Is what it's looking like. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn! Once you go black, you don't go. What's that? He's like, once you go, once you go black, you'll need a wheelchair. Yeah, Gwen wants. Yeah. And I support. You got this far. Yeah, you better go, Gwen. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, one of the things that uh was kind of an issue for me was the mom just deciding you're not grounded anymore. She Ooh. saw what it with Miles. You want a man's Miles, approval, man. Spencer? Huh? Yeah, man. No, I want parental unity. Oh, okay. I don't necessarily need it to be like the man said it so it goes. I need it to be a we are a united front as parents. Right. And need to make those decisions together. She saw she saw Miles struggling though with wanting to tell her something, but he just couldn't. So I feel like in that moment she was like, whatever he has is more important right now than anything that you know we're trying to accomplish right now so i feel like she's like you know go do this but when you come back you're still in trouble and i know that the movie had to happen and all that and i'm glad that they addressed it i'm glad that dad came back home it was like you just unilaterally decided to let him go what are we doing right right because what are you doing 
Um, and that bothered me as a parent, not as like a movie goer. Right. No, I'm saying I, I literally when they was on the thing, when they was talking, when the mom and Miles was talking together, I was like, we got to address this grounding thing. Like we, we can't let that slide. Like we got to, and she brought it up. But then she just told him, like, yeah, again, like George said, you got to come back and then we'll start it there. But, yeah, I'm the same way. As a parent, I was like, whoa, hold on. Yeah, like, that's not how punishment works. <laughs> exactly. Was like, you got to run me my time, yeah. Yeah, like, matter of fact, him being grounded, like, you're not coming back up to this party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Go to your room. Yeah, you like, up, up here flirting with this white girl and snow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, somewhere. the mom was like i bet she doesn't even speak spanish <laughs> you know another pretty big um character we didn't talk about either uh, even though she didn't have like a major part but she was still pretty big in it is a uh, jessica drew spider woman yes pregnant working yeah that's exactly how she looked in uh the like the 2014 2015 comic like she was pregnant on the cover and i remember seeing that like oh wow that's pretty cool but uh yeah she's out there riding that motorcycle like it was nothing yeah, yeah, she was working. Uh, working. She's great. Uh, this is so random, but there was one spider person who was thick. <laughs> um, whenever uh, India Spider Man's world was like being sucked into a black hole, there was there was some spider people that like came to assess the uh, situation. You're talking about Spider Man football player because yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, there was one of them. One of the spider people was. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, because. Uh, I saw her and I leaned to Larry and I was like, uh, the Spider Woman out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I thought yeah. it was hilarious. I'm glad that uh, I, I always appreciate different body types right. because it seems like a lot of times they everybody look like Gwen. Right. Thanks. Um, Spencer, who's your favorite, though? Oh, uh, the, the Spider Man India. Or oh okay yeah, Spider Punk. Right. Um, I like what Spider Man Indian him you him using that um I don't want to get the word the term wrong but to us look like a yo yo but I'm sure it's not a yo yo. Yeah, I know what you're talking about though. That was dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that's the that thing. His cool. his whole style of like he was working. Yeah, he's putting it work. Like, I, mean, I was like, like yeah, I want to I want to see him do stuff. Yeah, and he was like, I'm kind of just like talented. Yeah, it was um, perfect. And I was like, like, I like this. I was like, I love that there's a Spider Man without trauma. Yeah, like thanks. Like you didn't go through some wild Batman levels trauma. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, he was like, I, you know, I wake up, my hair is perfect. Uh, I yeah. have a girlfriend. I, I don't want to. I work out, but I don't want to get too big. You know. Yeah, yeah like, that, that was good. That was pretty. This movie was pretty funny too. Like this movie was, when they went to the, when they went to the different universe, you see the Lego, the Lego universe. Oh, was that like, was what is going which, on? He was like, people. They never, yeah, they yeah. never brought that back. But yeah, and yeah, one was, thing. One thing that I also love, I love that J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson everywhere. In every universe. Yeah. Every single one of them, it's him. And That's I nice. was, I love it. I also love that they brought in most of the spider things that exist. Oh, yeah. that was amazing. We saw yeah. Toby. We saw Andrew Garfield. We got a callback to Homecoming with Donald Glover in the Prowler suit. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. that was, I was, not, I hated that. I was You hated that? Why? Why? That was that was like a it was a callback. It was a prowler. He's a prowler. What do you it mean? It was a callback and it was meta I, because the whole world wanted him to be Miles. And so right. they like that's that's why he was looking at him like that. I don't know, bro. It seemed like a 
clout. Like it was like, I don't know. It was like we don't need that. Like it was cool, but like what we really need that. Like, no, that was that was good. No, it was the old lady in the store it, from Venom. It was absolutely fan service, but yeah, for sure. Like it's it was the right kind of fan service because fan service would have just been casting Donald Glover against you know better options. But the fact that they included him and called back to how they included him. I thought I thought it was really good. And it explains why we haven't seen him again in the MCU. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You sound, you sound kinda... like a hater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brennan's definitely kinda thirsty. a hater. It's just like, all right, what are we doing? None of this shit happened. Like, we, didn't, we didn't make these clout chasing type of moves in the first one. Okay. That, that's I, crazy. I love a reference. I love a callback. I love those types of things. So I thought it was a great use of him. And I'm glad that they brought him back as the character that we saw him as in live action to tie Tom Holland, Spider-Man into this because we didn't actually see Tom Holland, Spider-Man and the little, little thing. Oh, but they mentioned, remember they mentioned Dr. Strange. Like, yeah, that, yeah. I was not expecting that either. They mentioned that. Yeah. And yeah. but they mentioned it. It sounded like on a different earth. Well, because, well, you know, the MCU yeah. Earth in the movies, they call it the 616. Everyone knows it's not it. So, yeah. you know, the MCU was Earth 1999.99, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, but I'm yeah, glad that was pretty cool. I'm glad they did that. So that part, that's how I liked because it was just in a conversation. It was like, yeah, some stupid kid with some doctor. Yeah, that, yeah like, don't Dr. get Strange, me started. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a good doctor. Yeah, he's like, he shouldn't be practicing medicine, Dr. Strange. I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty and, good. And they even made a joke on themselves because they were like, are we too heavily reliant on comedy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that is that a thing that we're doing? Yeah. I was like, see, this is good. Yeah. I appreciate the self-awareness. This See, Sony can put together something good. Yeah, I mean... This animation. Is, this is what they. This is what they should be doing. They should just scrap every other movie that they have planned and just focus on this Spider Verse. You know, series that they've created. I don't need Craven the Hunter. I don't need a Madam Web. Go ahead and fast track this uh, across the Spider Verse too. Like, give me that. Uh, now speaking a- speaking of that, I'm under the impression that this will come out next year because the fact that it was written up as a part one, I'm sure that part two is already almost done. Like the same way that they did with Infinity War Endgame. Like they knew that that's how that was going to go. And so they shot it all like together. So like they shot all six hours and then, you know, did what they needed to do in post and then just put it on hold for a year. So I'm under the impression that if it's not done already, that the sequel to this is almost done. Like I'm sure that all the lines have already been read. If yeah. I had to guess, yeah. because I would be surprised if they put, you know, a two year hold on this even. I'm, yeah, yeah, I don't know how much money is made, but I'm sure that this is killing the box office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially I'm after this sure. first weekend, Pete, the word of mouth get out even more like I bet you next weekend is going to be even better. Yes, I, I do wonder. I'm, I don't know. I, the breaking the breakoff point was weird to me. Like the breakoff where we're breaking it off at where Gwen is going getting together her little society and then it's starting to go 
the process of trying to save Miles. Like, that's where we break off. So the okay. next movie starts, I'm assuming in that point, we're going to have two hours worth of... I'm sure they're going to add some stuff. It just doesn't seem like... I don't know. It's a weird well, breaking point. I, I think it's a good point because, I mean, Gwen has her team. She has her mission is to go save Miles. Miles has his mission of trying to escape this other Miles and probably try to convince them somehow that, that whatever they're doing, you guys need a Spider-Man in your world. Spider-Man 2099 is also trying to stop Miles and then Miles is also trying to get back home to save his dad. So, I mean, there's still a lot more stuff that they still have to wrap up. Again, mm-hmm. I don't like that it didn't end. So I didn't yeah. mind it. I didn't mind like, that. I'm, I'm I in that same... Well, I mean, again, I knew that that was the case, and I wanted the movie to end, and it didn't. And I'm sure there are worse things, but I agree. Like, if I if I have one issue, it's just like, we just left. It, it feels like we were watching a movie, and then the power went out. Yeah, it felt so like you, a like, season. can't finish it. Yeah, it felt like a fe- season finale leading into another season, rather than like a movie ending. It was just, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't mind that. I did like all the jokes they had. Everybody talked about Miles' suit. I said, oh, you're bleeding underneath your armpits. Like, I, I like that little running joke. And they didn't they didn't overdo it too many times. And so I, I was going to say, so so this comedy wasn't a problem for you. Yeah, because they didn't overdo it. They only did it, what, I think two times. Like, Peter B. Parker said it. This movie was yeah, riddled with comedy. Yeah, I loved it. They did it great was. with this comedy. Mm, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't Thor, that's why. No, nah, no. Nah. Thor is not easy. funny. Yeah. yeah. You don't like Taika. That's basically what it is. He does um, have a couple movies that I want to check out. I just haven't got a chance to yet, though. Um, okay. Well, who's y'all's favorite Spider-Man outside of Miles? I already talked about it. Oh, is this Spider-Man? Okay. I didn't Spider-Man like him. Well, I like Indian. I like the Indian Spider-Man. Well, let me ask y'all what... All the different Spider-Mans. Who all did y'all notice? Like, so I noticed the T-Rex Spider-Man. Obviously, that was that was a pretty funny one. Um, the horse, the video game one. Oh, the video game one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I noticed Spider-Man from Spectacular Spider-Man. Oh, that oh. was that was hilarious. Him just like going at him, and then like goes right past him. That was hilarious. Yeah, the like 1990s like. Well, I'm trying to remember the dude's name. Was it spectacular? Or are you talking about? Or was it unlimited? Spider? Oh, the um, uh, did I see the unlimited one? I know I've seen Scarlet the, Spider, and I know I've seen um, the one that like narrates and stuff. Looking at the wall, now I'm looking at. Oh the yeah, wall, that like, was that. Uh, yeah, that was uh, when that's that was Scarlet Spider. Is it was, Scar- uh, it's one of the clones. Yeah, a different man. name. That, that, was, that was that was the Ben Riley Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, he was funny. That's definitely how it was in the animated series. Yeah, yeah. he was definitely like, okay, dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I'm see who else did I notice? I noticed the uh, oh, the armor Spider-Man that he had on like the gray armor. It looked like almost football armor. I noticed that one. Only real I know that one is from like there was a Spider-Man video game uh on mobile, and you can get that suit. As soon as I realized that one. Mm. Um... I, wondered, I wondered if we were gonna see the Aunt May version of Spider-Man. And I don't think we did. Um, there were so many. Yeah, you never even know. Yeah, because I, I it gets me interested now in reading the comic. Now I need to go and read the comic. 
um, that there were far too many in there. And, yeah. Oh, that 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 moment where we were like draw on three, one. Ow. Oh yeah. <laughs> or even even uh, they was like Spider Man. Uh, he's like when they all did the whole pointing thing. What did he say? He was like um. Spider Man's on the loose or something like, or get a Spider Man or something like everybody uh, yeah. pointing at each other it's like the meme, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they they did that at the end credits of the last one, right? Yeah, but yeah, like this this one, yeah, it was uh, again. I thought it was great. How'd you feel then, about? Uh, okay. How'd you feel about twenty ninety nine? Uh, I mean, he was a villain. Yeah, he pretty much sick the villain role. Yeah, because we we forgot Spot's whole agenda. Because he pretty much took a break in the movie after, like Miguel turned a little bit. And I mean that's to be expected because whenever, whenever they showed up, I was like, oh, he's gonna be the villain. Like I, yeah. I I clocked it pretty immediately whenever we saw him. I was like, oh yeah, he's he's gonna be a problem. Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to go against him. Right. He's like uh, slowly going down. He's like, "Don't worry, this is his thing." He's like, "He's going real slow down." I was like, "Yeah, that oh, was, yeah." That was pretty, and I was wondering what they're going to call that out to. Because I was like, "Damn, he's going slow." And then, yeah, they called it out. Yeah. I thought he was going to jump down. I didn't think he was going to let the thing descend <laughs> all the way. But I love I, the elevator. That was a cool concept. Like, if you keep oh, like, an elevator, down. yeah, unless you're like obviously Spider Man. A yeah. Spider-Man. And no, I no, I wondered I wondered how many of the spider people from the first movie would like have lines. I figured we would mm. see them in some capacity, but I wondered how many of them would have like speaking parts. Oh yeah, we didn't see we didn't see them until the end. Like Peter what, B. Parker, yeah. Spider-Man yeah, like, uh, Noir. Yeah, Spider-Ham and Spider-Man yeah. Noir oh. are the two we didn't see. Uh but we saw Penny. Penny. Yeah. Um and of course we saw the other three. Yeah, right. of course. Uh, Peter B got a got a baby now. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, and um, you know the the timing doesn't quite work out, but that's fine. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, immediately that, after after he met up with her, he must have got a pregnant one night because uh, that was a toddler. Like that, that baby was between one and two. Uh, I have a hard time believing that that baby was three year old. And if Miles said it's been 16 months, we cut out nine of those months for pregnancy, <laughs> which yeah. is really like 10. Uh, right. You know, but I guess we're not supposed to think about it that much. No, I mean, she was, she was in the crib, though. She wasn't talking. She know how to use spider powers somehow. I mean, her web slinger somehow, but yeah. And I guess right. we didn't see her like walking. Yeah, she never she never walked. So maybe, but like that was a, that was a toddler. Yeah, <laughs> um, that was definitely the hate behavior of a toddler. <laughs> yeah, like that that wasn't that wasn't a that wasn't a baby. That wasn't a fresh baby anyway. Baby, but yeah. you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that he was able to just patch things up immediately like, hey, I'm ready to have kids. And she was like, all right. right. It was an accident, man. Accident happened. No. And 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 that's another thing is um, how do we feel about 
uh, Miles inspiring Peter to have a kid based on his relationship with him. I, I didn't mind that. Yeah, I didn't mind it either. I mean, it would be nice if they still had a relationship, but... I mean, I thought yeah, it was... I, I did feel bad. I thought it was a beautiful yeah. moment. Yeah. Right. No, like, I, I felt bad that he was like, nobody... You guys didn't come visit me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they had a reason, but I was still like, that's messed up. Right. Yeah. And, and the whole, like, talked about it. He was like, talked about it? Oh, right. yeah. Oh, his feelings were so hurt. Yeah. And they should have been. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gwen was like, I didn't know how to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Gwen, don't do that. Yeah, that was tough. That's tough. Yeah. And so I'm, I kind of wonder what's going to happen when Gwen does show up based on that. Because the last time they spoke, uh, Miles was not happy because right. he was like, no, all you, all of you knew, and you were about to just look like, what, what, what are we, what are we doing here? Right. I thought you yeah. were my friend. Exactly. So I kind of wonder if whenever she does show up, if she does save him, if it's going to be a, Hey, I'm so happy to see you. Or what are you doing here? Yeah. Because he Did already, you? he felt betrayed by everyone because right. whenever he was talking to Peter B Parker, they used him to find him. So yep. yeah, Miles, uh, Miles don't trust nobody. Did y'all have an issue with the other version of Miles having cornrows? No, I was a little no, like evil version of cornrows. Like that's that's the style we went with. Okay, I have more of a problem with Miles's little fro fitting in his uh head suit in his head in his uh in his uh mask. I have more problem with that because I'm like, wait a minute, how does this logically work out? I, I mean, figured, I figured it was a swim cap type situation. Yeah, like if it's a strong enough cap, then yeah, it's the hair is going down. Um, yeah, but we yeah, take it off. It was like perfect. Every time. I, I was, I was. It's, that's you know, true. Those moment, when those moments is like, I started no, thinking that's... about. It, I was like, let me go and get it out of my head. Yeah, you're not yeah. wrong because, uh, yeah, his hair would have been disheveled after yeah. coming <laughs> out of that mask. But right. uh, and I, I've, I I've lived that. that. So <laughs> yeah, there's there's no way that hair just pops out flawlessly. Right. Maybe um, it's more of like a yeah, maybe right. But yeah, okay. Um, but the random, is just interesting. Random question: What do y'all call Gwen? I call her Spider Gwen. I just call her Gwen, or is her name Gwanda? She that was a joke from the first one. Like she, okay. she, whenever Miles was like, "Hi, I'm Miles," she was about to say her name was Gwen, but tried to come up with something else. And Gwanda is what happened. Yeah, and, that's right. Okay, because he said it in, like so casually. I was like, "What?" But okay, uh, I usually call it Gwen, but yeah, Spider Gwen. Sometimes I mean, I know the name that Marvel. Or not even more with Disney was trying to push on us. What was that the Ghost? so Ghost Spider? Yeah, the, and the reason I asked that question oh, yeah. is because she was calling herself Spider Woman in this movie. You're right. I call her Spider Gwen because that's 
the only thing I, like that's how I was introduced to her. That's what I yep. knew her as. And then I remember saying like that name is stupid. It's got your actual name in it. Yeah. And then I never heard like after having that thought, I never saw Spider Gwen again. And I was yeah. like, oh, I guess they heard me. Okay. <laughs> and so, but I watch uh, Spider Man and his amazing friends with my kid, yeah. and. They call her Ghost Spider, and I yeah. every time I hear it, I'm like, "That's so fucking stupid." There's someone on your team who can turn invisible. Why are you Ghost <laughs> I, Spider? I never understood that. I, I watched with Cam before. I was like, "This." I was like, "Cam, that's not her name." She was like, "Yeah." yeah that. She'd see a toy, Ghost Spider, like, Spider Gwen, it's Spider Gwen, or that yep, Spider Gwen yeah. woman, whatever. It, it, or I guess it's just Gwen. But yeah, that's yeah. She's had several names, and so I was wondering. What do you call her? Well, I guess the reason she changed her name is because um, in every universe, Gwen Stacy basically died. And so mm-hmm. she's trying to separate herself from being a Gwen. And so that's when she renamed herself to a spider woman. Mm. Maybe. But yeah, I only, only know her as Spider Gwen. I also refer to her as Spider Gwen. Um, yeah. Just to kind of differentiate her. Because whenever I think Spider Woman, I think Jessica. Yeah, same. I'm not as familiar with Jessica. So is Jessica Drew different from the Spider-Woman we have in our in our MC Marvel universe, I guess. Do we have we a have Jessica Drew? Yeah, I'm like, what's about? We don't That's have a Jessica, Jessica Drew. Drew. We have a Spider-Woman. We have a Spider-Woman though. Who? I'm I I'm pretty sure there's a Marvel version of Spider-Woman in the regular universe that isn't Jessica Are you, Drew. You talking comic books? Yeah, like yeah, in general. Well, I feel Jessica, like, well, Jessica Drew, the Spider Woman. So her power is she has the pheromones, um, and then she also has like the venom that she can use, and she can. But she's also it, right. Yeah, yeah. But she, I, she didn't. Yeah, but I don't think she got bit by a spider. Yeah, I, I think yeah. at least in her origin story, I don't think she yeah. did. Interesting. I thought Jessica Drew was like a new character. Like, no, no, I think no. that's, she, no, she I think that's always been, been Spider Woman. Yeah, she's night. always had on like the red and then like the upside down like green triangle, and then her mask kind of looks like a like a spider. I remember that, but it wasn't. She wasn't black. No, 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 no. They changed it for. So you you remember when a few years ago when they said Issa Rae was going to play Spider Woman, like people were pissed because like, yeah. well, Issa's black, but they didn't they didn't say anything about into the Spider Verse two. They just said she's playing Spider Woman. Okay, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. Because I was like, okay. yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because I was like, I've never seen a black Spider Woman or Jessica Drew. I didn't yeah. really know Jessica Drew was in general, but yeah, uh, and there's there's an old Spider Woman cartoon that I don't think lasted very long. Yeah, that's kind of my first introduction. I didn't yeah, watch, like but I know what you talk about. Yeah, like that's the vision of her in my head. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. So one of the things that I thought was funny was during the parent-teacher conference, whenever the counselor was trying to, like, create a narrative for uh, yeah. Miles to get into Princeton, that like, hilarious. creating a story, I was like, this is so realistic, and I yeah. hate it, but I You're love right. it. Like, I hate that this happened, but it's so funny, because... uh Dad was like, "What the fuck you mean struggling?" Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Hold yeah. on, hold on." Like, we own a, are we, we own a, uh, yeah, are we bad? New York. Like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, like we we own a floor in New York. Like, what? Yeah, we're like struggling. We're like struggling. Hold on now. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be captain next week. 
Like, exactly. Like, like, you got me confused. <laughs> oh, so uh, funny. That was funny. But yeah, that, she was, like that, that whole meeting was hilarious. Yeah, she was trying to spin this narrative. And I was like, that is so accurate. And I hate it. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that happens in athletics a lot as well. Yeah. Um, Sob story when it's like, all right, this kid had a very good support system, but all right. Yeah. Sounds like a little, little John Moranish right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, um, another thing I thought was funny was uh, in the first movie, it happened too. But whenever, you know, the uh, incursion type stuff was happening and somebody was like, I think it's a Banksy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard that. Yeah, that happened in both <laughs> movies, and I thought it was hilarious. I don't remember <laughs> what happened in the first one. It did. Uh, and I only know that because I just watched it. But, uh, yeah, it happened the first time they showed, like, a street sign get turned into, like, a bunch of shit. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely heard like it that. in the second one because I know the crowd laughed at that part, too. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a it was a throwaway line, but it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> bro. So, I, I feel like Spot Man that bodega scene that was oh, hilarious. That beginning me. part was hilarious. They have the whole fight. Yeah, yeah, that was so funny because it's like realistically, if you have a portal, yeah, you're just gonna put it on it, reach into it, and grab the money and leave. It just was a hell of a struggle. And the dude was like, it is, it's not even your ATM. And then yeah. I was like, why don't we call it an ATM machine? Yeah. Like, that's the same thing. That, that was pretty good. And then we see that line come back with uh, Spider-Man India. Yep. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I call it an ATM machine also, but that's just because that's what it's been. Yeah, that's normal. As. Right. But yeah, the, the chai tea thing, I actually didn't know that. I didn't either. I didn't it either. was hilarious. Um, And did they... I don't know if they mentioned this in here or if I just know it from somewhere else, but non-bread, because non means bread, and so to call something non-bread is bread bread. Um, oh, no. I don't, I don't know if they said it in there, because I don't remember that. Okay, because I've, I've, that occurred to me, but again, I don't know if that was in here or not. Um, what what was his example as, in the movie for chai tea? Uh, uh, like, he that's said, like saying... I would like a coffee coffee with cream oh, cream. Yeah, that's yeah. Funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh because another good. time that it happens is uh in the boys, Black Noir. His name is Black Black. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Noir. Noir also means black. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. But um yeah, I thought that that was really funny and really accurate. So uh a question for you two. Other than Deadpool. Is this the funniest comic book movie you've seen? Or that mm. you can think of? Or what is the funniest comic book movie um, that comes to mind for you? Because, and I asked, I asked specifically not Deadpool, because Deadpool is a comedy. Like, yeah, yeah. Deadpool goes out of its way to be... Yeah. yeah, like, Ryan Reynolds does some of his best work. But... Is this the well what what is what comes to mind when you think funny comic book movies? And is this in the running for movies that are comic book movies that are not comedies? Like there's an actual story happening and comedy is not the main purpose, but comedy 
does a lot of work in this movie in making it good. I would, I, would, I would say, yeah, only because like Spider-Man, he's meant to be like a funny character. And so I would probably say like, this is the best one. And in my opinion, until the last one came out, like this is the best Spider-Man movie. And even Tom Holland himself said recently that this is yeah. the best Spider-Man. And I was, that, that was, I was, I was coming to that question. Yeah. Look at that. See, I, I read, I read your mind. My bad. Um, yeah, uh, I, I would say Suicide Squad, or I'm sorry, um, Peacemaker is a series. So obviously, if it was, you know, if it was everything, I'd say Peacemaker's funnier. Okay. But I would say I'd probably give it to it because I feel like everything else, we just, I ain't gonna say we just started getting into like the comedy side of the superhero verse, but it kind of is more recent than. You know, oh. started with kind of Guardians. Yeah, Guardians uh, like kicked it off. And, yeah. and and that's why I'm asking, because it seems like since Guardians, the goal has been to make every comic book movie a comedy other yeah. than the ones that are very explicitly dark. Right. So we have all of the Guardians movies. We have all of the Ant-Man movies. We have Thor moving forward. We have... Uh, other spider-man outings we've got uh suicide squad uh which right. is actually pretty funny yeah so i was gonna say suicide squad is up there it's underrated it's up there uh we have shazams which are kind of meant to be light-hearted right. um so so there's there are a lot now and i mean we even have ones that are specifically that like we have kick-ass mm-hmm. um, scott pilgrim so we we have ones that are very specifically trying to be like comedy or spoof like yeah. but i that i can think of again other than deadpool this is one of the funniest movies that is not very specifically trying to be a comedy at least as far as i can tell like it had an actual compelling story happening and it had you know, emotional moments that hit you right in the chest. Uh, yeah. But it had a lot of comedy in it, more than I thought it was going to. And I thought it was refreshing and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Definitely can see that. So, uh, since Jordan brought it up, we'll go ahead and ask, um, is this among the best Spider-Man movies to date? I'm telling you right now, it's top, it's top two and it's not number two. Okay. Wait, you think this is better than the first one? What? Oh, yeah, by far. By far. No, no, sorry. I wouldn't say by, I wouldn't say by far, but it's better than the first one. I'm like they, the first they one. literally, they literally took the first one and just added on top of it more backstory. Uh, more characters, more emotion, more comedy. Like they literally took everything from the first one, the heart of it, and just increase it. They the art style. We've seen so many different art. When the first one came out, it was a different art style that we would that we weren't really seeing in animation like that. They took that same thing, did this, and they they upped it up. And this one went went to multiple different universes. If we want to go back to Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. This, this was a lot more, of this was my more, to, more a lot more multiverse man. Said yeah, this was so many times just now. 
this was more multiverse of madness than Doctor Strange was. All right. So, nah, yeah. I'm going one. It's one for me. I just I think maybe that's why I like one more. It's like more. It's, it's more contained. It's more contained. I don't need more characters, especially if it's just another Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was more contained, more centered around dad, Miles, uncle, mom. It's kind but, of centered around them. And that's because it was Miles' origin story. Like it, it like we had to get to because Miles, we watch Miles actually get bit by the spider and become Spider-Man and struggle with learning. Uh, what his powers are and how to use them and like we we watch all of that happen and so it had no choice but to be focused around miles because when this movie started i was like is this a gwen movie is that what that's, what my, yeah. da- that's what my daughter said like she's like Same. she's like where's miles at and she's like, i thought this was a miles movie i just feel like it was and they they did a good job of coming it's not like miles didn't get any love like obviously did we just felt like again Way too many Spider-Man. Way too many Spider-Man. Like, and I get it. Like, that's the point of the movie. But it's like, like it's we're focusing. <laughs> right, but we're also focusing on way too many fire. It's cool to just see them. Like, now we're focusing and giving time to them. I came here to see Miles. I don't give a damn about a pig. I don't give a damn about a, a, a horse or, uh, you know. That was hilarious, some... though. He's like, why does a horse have a mask? <laughs> yeah. Hide his face. Like, no, oh, okay. It does you didn't answer my question, but all right. Uh, yeah. So, so the first one you would say is better. Uh, is Homecoming better than this movie to you? Yeah, personally. Oh my uh, god! I'm in the rare. I think so. Now I will say, I need to see. I feel like I need to see this movie a second time, um, just to give it a super super fair rating. But off initial, I got. I came out of. I don't know. And maybe because I give live action more credit than I give animation, not in the fact that I look less on animation, but it's 10 times harder to pull off something in live action where in animation, you have no, no limits. You literally have whatever you want to come up with. You can come up with and execute if you have the budget to do so. Where in live action, that's not the case. You have to cast the correct people. You have to, uh, budget all this stuff you have to pull off everything that needs to be done so i give live action more credit for that whereas in animation obviously game changing animation we know that but also a lot easier to pull off as far as like if i have an idea okay cool let's just do it where we can't do that in live action with cgi live action is almost just animation like a lot of live action movies are three quarters animation due to CGI. And you know where I am as far as the agenda goes. We spent the beginning of this episode talking about how I have a podcast dedicated to animation because people right. keep shitting on it and people <laughs> keep acting like it's a lesser medium. And so people, aka Brandon, the fact I mean, it's not a lesser medium, but it's, I mean, like one's way harder to do. I mean, than the other. You are saying to me that because this is an animated movie, that is being held against it in regards to it being the best Spider-Man movie. I'm not holding it against it. I feel like people are up. People are holding it higher than it needs to be because it's animation. 
we're, we're in an animation agenda. So we're using, we're pushing whatever is really good in, in animation to the front of the line because we're in an uh, animation agenda period. I like right disagree. Now, I think yeah, that we no, are. No, like, no, no, no. We're, we're, in right a live, we're in a live action agenda because no, there are so no, many no, no. people. There's so many people that if you say what's better, Marvel or DC, their answer is Marvel because of the MCU without taking anything else into consideration. So generally speaking, most people are looking at live action as the top standard and nothing is above that or beyond that. And everything else is either lesser or irrelevant. And so maybe I, I have a hard time believing that we are in an animation agenda, especially because when you look at what they're doing, when you look at what Disney's doing, they're taking all of their animated movies and making live action versions of them. We are seeing 2D animation essentially be done away with for 3D animation and people who look more like live action versions of people and so i firmly disagree that there's an animation agenda i think that there's an agenda to get rid of or downplay the quality and what animation can bring to the table and i think that they are trying to kill 2d animation entirely when i look at what's been going on in media well i mean yeah you don't get a lot of 2d animation like that anymore unless it's like anime yeah, I mean, I think uh, the reason I disagree is I think, first of all, animation hasn't been has. There's never been a more popular time in animation. Uh, and I think now, that's because you, technology allows for stuff to be done faster and easier. True, because but I'm like, saying like when you look at like Toy Story, I'm sure it took them 80 years to make it. Right. Whereas you know now you can make a Toy Story type movie in a matter of months. Like if you you go click on Disney Channel, you may catch a live action show. Maybe you're ninety five percent of it is animation. Where when we were kids, you had two animation shows. That was it. Everything else point. was live action sitcom. I'm saying like everything with the with anime. We know that's a growing. Everybody's an anime fan, right? Everybody's an anime fan now. I'm saying I'm speaking for more like not just the casual who maybe doesn't know anything about Marvel or anything about superheroes. They just kind of go to the big movies. I'm talking about like people who like actually are tapped in. They're way more people lean way more uh, anime uh, animation. I know most people I know that are like fans of this stuff lean way more animation than they will. They actually give animation more credit. And if a live action movie tries it, they're like, ah, yeah, it's kind of trash. So, like, so what do you think about the the prequels for Star Wars versus like Star Wars Rebels? Which one do you think people hold higher? The anime, Star. If you talk to a Star Wars fan, they will act like the live action just is like that. That doesn't exist. Only talk about Clone Wars. But the but the pre but the prequels though, like the original three that started, that's the prequels, right? Yes. Yeah, no, the prequels are right. the original. Yeah, the trilogy. original trilogy, the prequel yeah. trilogy, the sequel trilogy. So okay, well, say the, original the original trilogy, the original. Do you think people hold that higher than Rebels? No, only because it was done in the seventies, and I hold it, it higher. It depends but, on who you ask. Um, yeah, and it, it matters when you were born. Because yeah, what but, I've noticed is people who were born like post 
1985 uh, leaned toward Clone Wars being the greatest Star Wars item, whereas yeah. people born before that leaned toward the original one of usually Revenge of the Sith, but the original trilogy being the best Star Wars items. And that's just having discussions with folks. Yeah. And me, again, like proving my theory, I lean more towards the original trilogy because I know how hard that was to do to even get that accomplished. I understand. Like I take that into account, I guess. And I think they're just great in general, but um, I think I, I agree that this movie is amazing. I do think we're in sort of an era where we're, if an animation movie comes out, I'm not saying all of them are pushed to the moon, but if a Encanto comes out, it's the movie of the year, rather than if a really good live action movie comes out, it's like, it was good, you know, it was, it was solid, but we're not gonna, we're not gonna push it, because we're, but I, I think I guess we're in a... I will say the fair thing is, you can compare it to however much money this money, this movie makes versus how much the last Spider-Man movie makes as far as like live action. I mean, that could really tell you right there whether, whether people liked, you know, the nostalgia live action factor of it or this second, you know, animated movie. Because it, one of the, one of the issues is there's still an entire generation of people who refuse to watch anything animated because it's quote unquote for kids. And that stigma hasn't quite died. Like that'll, I, it, I agree. It's I on its, its way, on out. way of dying. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's, it's absolutely on its way. A out generation because, away. Yeah, like we're we're not far, but right. there are still people who are of that belief. But I I think we're both right. Um, which makes it difficult to litigate. Do, right. do you guys want to see? Would you guys do? Would you guys want to see a live action Miles, or would you rather have continue having this animated Miles? I don't uh, need live action. I don't require that. Um, and again, I'm on a very specific agenda, so right. I I don't think that I, if we got a live action Miles, that would be fine. I even know who I would want to play him, but. I don't need it. And Brandon, what about you? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Um, I think that, you know, trying to push that is just a money grab, if anything, because it seems like that's all a live action remake is nowadays, is just oh, trying sure. to, like, grab at people's nostalgia and trying to uh, get money off of people and trying to just milk the shit out of something that well did I mean that's well. what this did having two parts though this was just well, true. Sec- just grab, grab, was the grab. they knew what they were doing well grab. yeah but I mean based on this movie this needed to be like I don't want to see a version of this that contains both of these parts into one movie yeah, I I don't want to see that. Just I, like I didn't want to see, uh, Infinity War and Endgame as one movie. Like, no, yeah, I want that's a tough comparison. Split that up, because there's a lot we need to cover. There's a lot that needs to happen. There's a lot to do. So, split that up. And the fact that this is animated 
has nothing like that and this are unrelated to me. So this being an animated movie is unrelated to the fact that it was split into two parts and all that. So again, I knew going in that this was a part one situation and I don't want to see a version of this movie that cuts out a bunch of this movie and then tries to cut out a bunch of what we're going to see in the next one to try to make it one movie. I mean, it could have extended it, but, um, but extend, Brandon, like, I, I want to see the two hour version of like, I, I want to, and that's a discussion that we'll have once that one comes out, because it could be a situation where that movie is an hour longer than it needed to be. And they could have, done that so we don't know or it could be a situation where this should have been a series instead like we we haven't seen that so it's hard to speak to what it's going to be but today i needed everything that we got from this movie and i don't think that an extra 30 minutes is going to be able to tell the entire story from the next one yeah, and so. and I don't think that there's anything that needed to be cut out of this one to try to make that happen. Yeah, that's fair. I, Brandon, you, what about you? Um, I actually would prefer a live. I would prefer a live action version, but I know that's you're you're asking for a failure just because they're going to immediately compare it to this. Oh, yeah, it's going so, to yeah. Yeah, yeah, so you're you're gonna lose. You could do it. You could execute it very well. You're just gonna take an L. So it's like might as well stay away from it at least for now. Like give it some long time. Let Tom Holland run his race with it for a while, and then bring it in later. But I just think right now it's just way too close. People are gonna compare it, and it's just it's gonna be a again. They could do it great, and then people are gonna still not like it. I think for me, before this movie came out, I was all for having you know a live action spider-man like i think i even had this conversation maybe a few weeks ago with somebody and i was like yeah like i want to see a live action miles and i know the mcu is going to kill it once they bring in live action miles but i think honestly after seeing the second one like i don't think i want a live action miles because yeah I- i'm going to compare it like i'm going to and right. if i feel like they don't meet my expectations then i'm gonna be real sad right. but I, th- I, I mean, think, I don't know. I say that now. I think I still do want a live action Miles. I think but I don't you, want to lose this either. You need a live action Miles, but you need it later. You need you need him to be the star of the MCU in twenty whatever. You don't need you need him to because he's probably gonna be the face of the, like when Miles is that popular, he's gonna be the face like years down the line. So you don't want to do it right now. Yeah, I want Tom Holland to be old enough to mentor him. Facts. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Like ten, uh, who knows? Years down the line, like let that story be told and do it your own way. Obviously, you got to copy off the animated, but yeah, hopefully who, who not. Who Spider Man? Who Who was y'all? Are y'all Peter or Miles? Like even even before this movie, was y'all Peter or Miles? When I say Spider Man, I'm referring to Peter. Like yeah, I'm Peter guy. Like whenever four miles, like I would specify that I'm talking about miles. Yeah. yeah, same for me. When I say Spider-Man, I'm talking Peter. But if I'm talking uh, Miles, I'm talking Miles. Mm-hmm. Which is no, no, they yeah, both yeah. just call they call Spider-Man, which is a little confusing when they're both around. But hey, it is, that's it is. True. everybody gets they do that. do that, and that's, that's why in the Amazing Spider Spider-Man, his Amazing Friends, 
Uh, they call him Spin, which yeah, also I, pissed me off. I take issue with. Yeah, I told Cam that too. I was like, uh, that's not his name. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's fine. But it's yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, do you guys want to get into a little Rotten Tomatoes? Before we do that, um, has your rating of this movie changed after discussing it? Mine has. I'm going okay. eleven. I'm going eleven Let's out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Stop the cat, man. Nah, nah. I'll say, I'll, say, I'll say I'll say ten out of ten. This this was an excellent movie, man. Like there was, uh, there was not anything I would really change except for the Gwen Stacy art. But even like I said, I didn't enjoy it. But during the scene where she was kind of expressing her feelings, you see the background, you know, blurring out as her world is kind of falling apart. And then she finds out that her dad, you know, quit as captain. And then you saw the background go to normal. And to me, it even looked a little like a bit more glowier because she was happy. So that was that was great. That was great. 10 out of 10 still for me. But you, Spencer. Uh, Yeah, my number has not changed. It's still 9.5. Um, to answer the question from earlier, I do believe this is the best Spider-Man movie that I've seen, uh, because there are 10 of them, uh, three Tobys, three Toms, two Andrews, and two of these. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like of the 10 of them. This is number one. So, uh, yeah, I. Your turn, Brandon. I think they did a great job. Yeah, this is this is third for me. Third. Uh, or did, your, did your did your eight did your eight ranking change? Um, no, still an eight for me. Made change after a second rewatch. Um, but yeah. Still an eight for me. I'll be honest. I don't buy a lot of Blu-rays anymore. Um, I think the last Blu-ray I bought was probably uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I'm buying this Blu-ray as soon as I can. I'm buying it. There's yeah. no question about it. I need I need to see the special features. I need to see the commentary. Like I I need to see it. I too don't buy Blu-rays often, but uh, like John Wick and this are. Like Facts. the extent I gotta get John Wick forward to yeah. of Blu-rays yeah. that I've bought recently, or that I will, yeah. This is I will I will own this film. And it's hard as hell to find on streaming. Facts. Yeah, facts. So I need Luckily, to be able to watch it whenever I want. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so before we watched this, uh I was texting Brandon and Spencer and I was like, yo, I can't find this on anywhere streaming. And I just happened to go through my Blu-ray collection. I was like, oh, I got this. I say, hey, <laughs> look at that. That was clutch because yeah. I was going to have to rent it. And if I had right. to rent it, I probably wasn't going to watch it. I was prepared <laughs> to pay $4 to rent it. Yeah. I was prepared to pay $10 to own it digitally. Oh, yeah. shit. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, the first one, it was good. And right. so, yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was like, no, this, this is worth the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jordan came through clutch. Because I just went, borrowed his Blu-ray, watched it, and my wife was like, "I am not interested in watching that movie." She sat down and watched the whole thing. That's <laughs> funny. 
That's when my wife was my wife was like, Do we even have a Blu-ray player? I was like, Yeah, honey, we got Xbox. Don't worry, we good. Yep. That's exactly why I needed the X and not the S, because yeah. I yeah. needed to be able to play Blu-rays. And so yeah. uh, I feel like that was a great decision. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the L on that. I got the S. That's yeah. too bad. That's because you're not really a gamer like that, though. Neither of me and Spencer anymore, but I mean, I think we game more than you. Yeah, I don't think you were ever a gamer, Jordan. No. No, <laughs> I always was. Okay. Uh, anything else? That's it. I don't guys, think so. so let's... I want to I wanna tell the people just a sec. Guys, I'm not a hater. I know hater. when this comes out, folks are going to be like... Oh, yeah, hey, you're bro. about to get some hate. Yeah, you're about to get some of that. Hey, bro. Hey, man. Look, good movie. The eight is a very good score, right? But yeah, again, I would give it a fair grade, more updated grade in the group, uh, in the Facebook group once I watch it for a second time. Let, let this have been Captain America across the Spider-Verse. This is the greatest thing I've ever watched. Yeah, that's why I love Captain America. We, we say boost to the ground. We can't. We straight boost to the ground. You know what I mean? You know, here, Except you know. when he time traveled back to the past, and yeah, back to, to accomplish the, the goal again. But guess what? He didn't need a camera to follow him to do so. Maybe I should have. I, I would actually have loved. To yeah, see that. me too. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, like, I, I would love to. Like if they literally <laughs> announced it tomorrow, <laughs> Captain America. Yeah, I would be in that thing front row. But it'd yeah. be it'd be animated, and Brandon would be pissed. I would be pissed. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay. It's like what? What? But I'm saying, like, I the, if the story started as animated, sure. But it'd be, it'd I don't be like, what if. I, and I, uh, that's another agenda. I do not like crossovers between live action, but that's a different story. It's a different story. A different day. That I'm, I'm not mad about. Uh, I hate it because it, I, I, when I say I'm, I mean your feelings me. on it. Like yeah. I, I'm okay with it if we don't do that. I, yeah, I like we can keep. We we can keep those separate. Like, are we doing animation? Cool. Are we doing live action? Cool. But we don't. Right. We don't. We don't need to merge the two. The biggest one I think of is the Fairly Odd Parents. Um, yeah, where Drake was the um, Timmy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what are we doing? I don't need that. So why are we doing it? Yeah, I think Star Wars is the only universe I've seen that does it well. However. Yeah, I don't need that. Like, and I'm coming into Star Wars after. Like, if I was in the game during it, I would have probably not liked it. But like coming from Marvel, new, no, do not give me what if canon. I don't want that to be canon. I think that I think that the Clone Wars made the prequels better based on I what agree. I've heard. Is it, yeah, exactly. Like Clone Wars dove into things and cleaned did a lot of cleaning up for the trash that the prequels created and they cleaned up a lot of that. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what Dave I heard. Filoni. So. Yeah. Um anyway, um is it rotten tomato time? Rotten tomato time. All right. So we are going to uh if you're, if you're new to this review, you know this could be your first review. Uh I have the rotten tomato scores in front of me. I have the critic score and the audience score and I'm going to let Spencer and Brandon Guess uh, what the score is, and we are playing closest to the bucket without going over. So if they guess it right without going over, they win. I should have been keeping record. Dang it. Anyway. So anyway. we can go back and... Yeah. yeah. We've done so, several. There are so many reviews 
that need doing and that have been done. So yeah, we can, uh, I don't know. All right. Brandon, we'll start with you. We will start with the critic score. What do you think the critic score is? It's a lot of, a lot of cap energy around this movie. I'm going to go 99. There's 200. Currently there are 252 reviews. So Brandon, final answer, 99. Mm-hmm. Spencer. Uh, I don't think it, well, I don't know. Cause I honestly haven't heard much cause I've been kind of avoiding it. So I'm going to say the critics gave this a 96. Okay. So currently with 252 reviews, you guys both um, busted, I will say, but the Rotten Tomato score is a 95%. So Spencer was closest, but you guys still went over. All right. Spencer, since you won that round, we will start with the audience score now. With over 5,000 plus verified reviews, what do you think the rank of the amount is? Definitely 98. 98, sticking with it? Mm-hmm. Brandon, Brandon, what do you think? 90, just for the game's sake, out of 96. Wow, in an amazing what tournament. Did, what did your heart say, though? Yeah, well, yeah what's your heart say? So I mean, you chose 96. What, what do you really feel? Would I? What would I give it? No. What do you think the audience? Oh, gave it? oh I mean, the audience again, ninety nine, hundred, probably ninety nine. Okay. But I feel like if, if it was a hundred, we would have accidentally heard about it. But yeah, I don't yeah. know too many hundreds out there. Paddington Two is the only one that I know about. <laughs> Paddington? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That is, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. So with over five thousand reviews, Brandon, you won this. You won this round. The audience score is currently sitting at ninety six percent. You caught it on the mark. I knew it, man. I okay. knew it. That's impressive. Impressive. I wonder if the next movie is going to be longer, though. I bet you it's going to be longer. We'll see. Um, I'd be fine with that. Same. I cannot wait to get this Blu-ray, though. I want to see all the extras. As long as it ain't to be continued, I'm good. The second one? The, the third one. As long as the third one isn't like to be yeah. continued. Yeah, if this... I, I'm... My understanding is that this is supposed to be three parts, so... Or it's supposed to be two parts, so if it ends up being three parts, then that's... Okay, okay. what are we doing? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. Like, I knew they were making two movies, but I know it's going to be a part one and part two. Yeah, I didn't either. I must have, I just missed that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fine. Okay. Well, any other thoughts or anything else uh, we want to talk about the movie, or is that it? We uh, covered it. I I do believe that we covered it. Um, yeah. Uh, I did notice that uh, on the front of Gwen's drum, uh, they were called the Mary Janes. That's also mm. from the comics. I knew I knew that one for the comics. I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I think, think I think that's it. Uh, rate well, and review us. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, rate and review us on any of the streaming platforms that you use. Um, we we love to see your uh, reviews. We love to read them. Um, just tell us how you really feel. If you like us, you know, let us know. If you don't like us, you know, let us know that too. 
I think we all are able to handle any type of critiques. Um, so, you know, there's that. Also, be sure to let us know your feelings on the movie in our Facebook group at the League of Melanated Gentlemen podcast. Yeah. Sure. So, we'll never duplicate it. Always appreciate it. And forever melanated.